Do you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to pop on today. Have I got a word for you? This is going to bless you. This is going to set some people free. This is going to provide some clarity to some questions that you've been asking the Lord. This is going to set you up for a successful wealth transfer season. I don't know who's on listening to me on today, but I want to tell you, thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for being an awesome listener. Thanks for always sticking by me closer than a friend. I really appreciate each and every one of you on today. If I had to title today's topic, I would title it a necessary separation, a necessary separation. Again, the title is a necessary separation. And I'll be coming out of Genesis 13. I'll be talking a little bit about Abraham and Lot. I'm actually going to cover a lot of scriptures. I'll be in Genesis 13, 1 through 18. So it's actually the whole entire section. And then I'll begin to break down the details of the sections um, later. Actually, you know what I'll do? I will start in at, let's see, let hmm. I'll just read the whole thing because I don't want I don't want to miss a beat with this one. Again, today's type of title is a necessary separation. How many of you know that um, during certain seasons of your life, the Lord will uh, separate you? He will he will separate you from relationships because those relationships aren't fruitful or those relationships aren't going to get you to destiny. The Lord is in the business of getting you to destiny on time, and sometimes we can conjoin ourselves. I like to say conjoin or adjoin ourselves with people that are not necessarily helping us to get to destiny. And when that happens, oftentimes you will find yourself experiencing a necessary separation, a necessary separation in that particular relationship. Now, I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to episode 70, which was called the camels have conditions. And I'll talk a little bit about these conditions that need to be met in order for uh, one to experience a full wealth transfer individually and to experience a wealth transfer as a family and to walk into your destiny. And this is kind of a building on that particular topic in this particular episode, episode 71, which is a necessary separation. I believe during this season, as the Lord is, um, allowing that wealth transfer to take place, that he's going to separate certain relationships from you because they serve you no purpose for what God has for you further down the line, things that you haven't even thought about, things that you can't see. And he's going to cause these separations. And that's kind of where we are going today with this uh, story in Genesis 13 with Abraham and Lot. Um, at verse one, it says, so they left Egypt and traveled north into Negev. Abraham with his wife and Lot and all they had owned. For Abraham was a very rich in livestock, silver and gold. Then they continued traveling by stages toward Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where they had camped before. So Abraham had been to this particular place before. 
This was the place where Abraham had built the altar and there he again worshiped the Lord. So this kind of signifies to, to you the, the attitude of Abraham. He has a deep relationship with God to the point that he had been to this place between Bethel and Ai before. And when he was there before, he had built an altar to worship God. So we can see that Abraham is not some random guy. Abraham actually has a relationship with God. He actually reverences God. And I believe these scriptures kind of elude to that by saying that he had been here before and he had built a altar during that time and worshiped the Lord. I'm at verse five. I'm at Genesis 13 and five. Now, Lot, who was traveling with Abraham, was also wealthy with sheep, cattle and many tents. But the land could not support both Abram and Lot with all their flocks and herds living so close together. They were too many animals for the available pasture land. So an argument broke out between the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot. At the time, Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land. So what has happened is Lot and Abraham, he's Abram in this particular um, scripture. He has not yet become Abraham, but I'm calling him Abraham just because I'm used to saying Abraham. But your script, your Bible should read Abram because he has not had his name changed yet. So at this particular point in time, Lot is traveling with his uncle, Abraham. Abraham is his uncle. So he's traveling with Abram and they're both wealthy. They're wealthy to the point that both of their wealth can't subdue the land together. It has created conflict and not conflict between Abraham and Lot. It's created conflict between the herdsmen, the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot. And at this particular time, it's the scriptures is, is bringing forth that in the place that they're at, the Canaanites and the Perizzites are also living in this particular land that they're having a problem with putting both of their possessions in. I'm at verses 13 and 8. It says, then Abram talked it over with Lot. So Abraham is talking to Lot about the argument between their herdsmen. This argument between our herdsmen have got to stop, he said. After all, we are close relatives. So he's saying, look, we are family. We, we can't be arguing like this. I'll tell you what I'll do. Take your choice of any section of the land you want and we will separate. If you want the area over there, then I'll stay here. If you want to stay in this area, then I'll move on to another place. So Abraham is basically telling his nephew, look, we can see this ain't going to work. I don't want to be arguing with you. I want to keep the peace of the family and you can choose the land first. And that also signifies by Abraham. Abram saying, look, Lot, you can choose the land first. That kind of gives you an indication also of another attribute of Abraham, that he's a humble man, that he's not a greedy man, that he's not uh, where he has to, to make decisions first. He's at this place in his life that he's like, you know what? You go ahead and choose. You choose where, where you want to go and I'll go in the opposite direction. It also indicates the level of intimacy that he has with the father, that he really trusts that God's going to take care of him. Come hell or hard water, no matter what happens, the Lord is going to take care of him. Where, where, wherever he decides to go. I'm at verse 10. It says, Lot took a long look at the fertile plains. Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley in the direction of Zor. The whole area was well watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord or the beautiful land of Egypt. So Lot is looking at this place and he's captivated with how it looks to the point that he's describing that it looks like Egypt. It looks like the Lord's garden. So remember the word of God tells us that we fail because of the uh, pride of life, the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. It looks like Lot is now allowing his eyes to make the decision for him as he's uh, looking over this land and um, just uh, lusting after it. Okay. So I'm at verse 11. It says, Lot chose that land 
for himself. The Jordan Valley to the east of them, he went where he went there with his flocks and servants and parted company with his uncle Abram. So while Abram stayed in the land of Canaan, Lot moved his tents to a place near Sodom among the cities of the plain. The people of this area were unusually wicked and sinned greatly against God. The people of this area was unusually wicked and sinned greatly against God. Now, I want to anchor here for a moment where we talk about in verse 10 how Lot took a long look at the fertile plains and then jumped down to verse 11. It says, Lot chose that land for himself. Now you can see right now the type of person that Lot is. And remember I said the topic today is a necessary separation. Lot is looking at this land after his uncle says, you can choose first. And he decides to choose this land predicated upon how it looks, but he chose it. He himself. The scripture says Lot chose the land for himself. That indicates that he didn't give God a vote. He didn't go to God and worship God and say, Lord, should I stay here? What should I do? He didn't trust the wisdom of, of his uncle Abram, who's allowed him to walk into this. He, he decides to make this choice for himself. And as he makes the choice for himself, it says in uh, 13 that the people of this area were unusually wicked and sinned greatly against God. So he is choosing to stay in a place that the people are sinning greatly against God. This ain't just some old little rinky dink type of sin. The scriptures say they were unusually wicked and they sinned greatly against God. That means they don't have no conscience anymore. They have given themselves over to a, a sinful, lustful desire, whatever is in their hearts, whatever they can think of, they are doing it because the scriptures are telling us that this was an unusually wicked place. Now, what I find very amazing about this, because remember I said the title is a necessary separation. Lot and Abram are separating. This is something that was necessary. It had to happen. I believe that we are in a place and in a season where the Lord is doing some separating. He's doing some separating before he continues on with the remainder of the process of the wealth transfer in your life. He's going to do some separating. You say, well, why is he doing separating? We're getting ready to break it down. Remember I said the, the separation has occurred between Abram and Lot, between Abram and Lot. But when we begin to look up Lot's name, it's very, very interesting. His name means veil, veil, like a veil that's over your face. Lot's name means veil. Lot's name in and of itself tells us a lot about Lot. It tells us a lot about Lot. You say, well, what does it say? We're going to get into that in a minute. Let's jump down to verse 14. So verse 14 says, after Lot was gone, after Lot was gone, after the veil was gone. Remember Lot's name means veil. After the veil was gone, the scriptures say after Lot was gone. I'm saying after the veil was gone because Lot's name means veil. So after the veil was gone, the Lord said to Abraham. So now that Lot is gone, now that that person in your relationship that was calling, the Lord was calling for a necessary separation. Now that they're gone, the Lord is now speaking. The Lord is now speaking. I'm at verses 14. After Lot was gone, the Lord said to Abram, look as far as you can see in every direction, in every direction, in every direction. The Lord is telling him, look as far as you can see in every direction. I'm going to give all of this land to you and your offspring as a permanent possession. And I'm going to give you so many descendants that like dust, they cannot be counted. Take a walk in every direction and explore the new possessions I am giving you. Then Abram moved his camp to the oak grove owned by Merim, which is at Hebron. There he built an altar to the Lord. Now, 
this is a very interesting scripture because after they get ready to part ways, Abram and Lot, Lot, Lot gets to choose the land that he wanted first. And Lot chose that thing that was not good in the Lord's sight because these people were unusually wicked. They were sinning greatly against God, but he would choose a place to reside and also to take his family that's displeasing to God. So this tells you a lot about Lot. But after Lot leaves, and I believe Lot he had issues of the heart. He had, his name means veil, but I believe he had things concealed in his heart. Like what a veil does, a veil conceals someone. A veil conceals things. I believe his heart had uh, things concealed in it like pride, like greed, like lust. That's why he would choose something that is not pleasing to God because there's a part of him that was enticed by sin. There was a part of him that things that was in his heart that was concealed that was connecting with the people inside of Gomorrah. That's why he wanted to go down there. That's why it looks so good to him because sin to him looks captivating. So he's looking there and he's looking for a long time and decides to go somewhere that God wouldn't want him to go. Who does that? Who does that? That's someone that has issues of the heart. But let's keep going. After Lot is off of the scene, the Lord begins to speak. He begins to speak to Abram. And I find this very interesting that he begins to speak only after Lot left. After the veil left. After the person that was causing Abraham not to have a true connection with God. After he's gone, the person that's in, and I, I don't want to say a true connection. I want to say he was causing challenges because Lot is a veil. He's, 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 he's overshadowing the relationship that Abram has with God. After he's now removed, the Lord speaks to Abram. And I find this very interesting because after this necessary separation takes place and wherever you at, I don't know what relationships that you're in that the Lord is cutting away, but after that separation takes place, the Lord will begin to speak and give you more clarity. And the awesome thing is this. Now, remember, Lot chose the land first, but now the Lord is speaking to Abram and he tells Abram to look everywhere in every direction, northeast, southwest. He's telling him, look everywhere. And that indicates that he's also looking at the land that his nephew chose, which was Sodom and Gomorrah, because he's looking everywhere that the eye can see. The Lord says, I'm giving you all of this, all of this. I'm giving you all of this. I'm giving it to your offspring. So the point number one that I want to make on today, three points is God's choice versus your choice. God's choice versus your choice. In this season, you will have to make some decisions. And I'm praying that you will make the decision that's God's choice and not your choice. See, Lot had to make a decision and he chose within himself. It says in the scripture that he chose within himself. When you go to verses 13, Genesis 13 and 10, it says, well, actually 13 and 11, it says Lot chose that land for himself. Lot made the decision for himself. He didn't give God a vote. He didn't say, Lord, what do you want for me? What's good for me? He chose this land in and of itself. The reason I know he chose it is because the Lord wouldn't choose to put you in a place that's wicked and full of sin. He would choose best for you. He's a good, good father. He wants the best for his children. He wants you to be consecrated and set apart because he's a holy God. He's not going to put you in a place that's contaminated. Lot chose this for himself. Point number one is how will you, uh, what area would, or what 
where will you fall at on the fence? Will you allow God's choice or will you make your own choice? That's point number one. Point number two is temporary blessings versus permanent blessings. See, Lot chose for himself and he got a temporary blessing because he ended up having to what? Leave Sodom and Gomorrah because it was what? It was it, it was exceedingly wicked. It was sinned greatly against God. Abraham didn't choose. He allowed God to make the choice for him. And when God made the choice, the scriptures are clear. It says, after Lot was gone, the Lord said to Abraham, look as far as you can see in every direction I'm giving I'm going to give all this land to you and your offspring. So when the Lord made this decision, because Abraham allowed him to, he received a permanent blessing. Lot made the decision for himself and he received a temporary blessing. I remember I said point number two is temporary blessings versus permanent blessings. Point number one was God's choice versus your choice because in this season i believe you're going to find yourself up against the wall and having to make a choice and i'm praying that you're going to make god's choice i'm praying that you're going to uh have a permanent blessing vice a temporary blessing like lot and then point number three point number three is to allow god to do the separating in this season there's things in the heart remember the things in lot's heart was concealed but you can see it come out of him in his character. His uncle is Abraham. Abraham has chose to allow Lot to travel with him. It would only be um, respectful to let your uncle choose the land first, but you can see Abraham's heart and how humble he is in allowing Lot to choose first. But Lot didn't, when he chose, he was predicated upon what he saw, predicated upon what he thinks when the word of God says to lean not to thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He didn't acknowledge God. He didn't even give God a vote. He thought that he can choose for himself. He felt, I know what's best for me. Come on now. Sometimes we can find ourselves in a situation where we think and we know what's best for us when that's not true. The Lord knows what's best for us. Come on now. He knows what's best for us. So I'm here to tell you on today. That as you are entering into this new season, that you allow God to do the necessary separations in your life with these relationships. And it can come in a way of friendships. It can come in a way of family. It can come in a way of intimate relationships. Allow the Lord to do the necessary separation because he knows the whole story. See, when you allow God to do the necessary separation, you allow God to see how much you trust him with every area of your life every area of your life. Look at Abraham. Abraham is allowing Lot to make a decision predicated upon what he sees. Everything that glitters isn't gold. So Lot is looking at this land. It looks fertile. It looks great. He's all captivated by it, even though it's full of sin. Abraham's not thinking about that. Abraham has got the attitude that he understands that the Lord is truly his Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is truly his provider. He's saying, no matter what you choose, even if you leave me with the worst land, if the Lord don't say yes and bless it, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be blessed no matter how fertile it looks. It's about God. God is the provider. God is the person that tells the land to yield a crop. It is God. When you connect to the blesser and not the blessings, you will be blessed in this season. I'm telling you, if you get an opportunity to go back and read, or not read, but listen to my YouTube, either pop over to my YouTube channel, Positive Thinking Podcast with Jasmine Baker. Or go back and listen to episode 70 where I talk about the camels have conditions and how Rebecca uh, 
receives these blessings, but she's not captivated and innovated or captivated and, and pulled away with the blessings that she's receiving. She wants to connect with the blesser. And that's what we should do in this season. We ought to want to connect and have an intimate relationship with God rather than the things that God gives us. And it's a lesson to be learned as God continues to walk us through what I call the necessary separations in this season i'm going to be praying that you will allow god to do the separation that you might walk over into the remaining of your wealth transfer that you might walk over into being blessed when abraham trusted god look what he got the lord said everywhere that your eyes can see from the north the south the east the west everywhere that you can see i'm giving all of this to you then he tells him walk around just look at it just enjoy it take it all in i'm giving you all of this where lot thought he was making a good decision for himself he would decide think that by him making a decision, he knows what's best for Lot. I'm going to show Lot by you and what I'm giving you that because you trusted me, Father knows best. And I'm closing. I love you guys. I pray that you are blessed in this season. I'm going to continue to press into God concerning the necessary separations and the relationships that you're going to experience. I'm going to decree and declare even now that you would yield to the mighty hand of God as the Holy Spirit begins to illuminate those relationships that he wants to cut away that he might get you to your expected end. It's all about getting to destiny on time. It's never personal. It's all kingdom business. I love you guys. Again, if you get an opportunity, please go over to my YouTube channel, positivethinkingpodcast.com. Go in, subscribe, like. I'm trying to get um, our subscribers up, but I'm also wanting to talk with you guys live so that I can um, continue to nurture you in this season by way of visual, not always through audio. But I love you guys. I want you to be blessed. Know you are highly favored and that God is, um, he's there for us in this season. He's always been there, but he is really showing himself strong. And I'm praying that you will allow yourself and make yourself available to him. Until next time, guys, be blessed and know that I love you and you are highly favored. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.